there, you're about to listen to the second and last full episode in the Saints and Aid series in the month of April 2021. It is titled The Believer's Response to False Doctrines in the Faith. We pray that this blesses you. This is an episode of the King's Court Yaya podcast. And today we'll be talking about the believer's response to false doctrines in the faith. My name is Ezekiel Komolafe. And with me here is Ibukum Tiwalafe Olorode. And Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so I will start with you, Fabo. What can you say about doctrine? Doctrines are basically teachings. Okay, doctrines are basically teachings in the body of Christ. So, what is false doctrine? contradicts the doctrine of Christ, when it contradicts what the gospel stands for, when it is not centered on the person of Christ, it is said to be false. Okay, Lafe, there are some doctrines in the faith that are kind of highly compulsory in some denomination, and they are not actually mentioned in the Bible. What do you have to say about such doctrines? The thing is, the, we need to really understand the foundation of what doctrine is. I, I, I want to define it like this. The way the secular world will say, culture is the way of life. Doctrine is the way of life of a believer. Now, it's not restricted to denomination or group of people. It's the way of life of a believer. And what is life for a believer is Christ. Christ is life for believer. So now the foundation of doctrine is Christ. Now, doctrine, the entirety of doctrine is not in, um, okay, a, doc- a denomination where they allow you to wear trousers or not to wear trousers. No. Doctrine is the life of a believer. And that life is Christ. I think, let me just, let's, let me read this part of the scripture. Okay, 2 Timothy 3. He said, but they shall proceed no further. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which come unto basically is number verse 10. He said, But thou hast fully known my doctrines. I said, What is that doctrine? It's manner of life. That doctrine is purpose, is faith. So I, I want it to be that anytime we hear doctrine, we are not thinking of what we are doing wrong in itself or what we are not wearing right, but life, and that life is Christ. So now, whatever you are doing is not in, is not in alignment with Christ. The life of a believer that is in Christ is false doctrine already. Okay, uh, I still want to elaborate more. Okay, I'm a kind of a person now that um, I believe in Jesus. I read the scriptures very well. Now, but I don't have a kind of, um, I don't have anything pricking my conscience whenever I, um, maybe I do some kind of extra 
You understand? And you said doctrine is actually a basic way and life of Christ. You understand? And me doing some kind of hairstyle, even to church, does not pick my conscience. And I'm kind of close to God. What do you have to say? Does that mean? Now, when Christ said he has not come for the saved, he said he has come for the, the believers, that the ones that are not saved. I can't remember exactly how he put it. Now, the life of Christ will not permit you to portray a characteristic or in dressing in any manner that will affect a fellow brethren. That's where I'm coming from. Now, it's still inside that life of Christ. Now, if you are putting on something, your own conscience is not pricking you for it. But you, are, you know that that particular thing, now, you are not, the Christian race is not for you alone. You and the rest of your brethren. So now, if it is not breaking you, but that thing can be an hindrance to a brethren, the life of Christ demands that you do not do that thing. So, but the basic is that everything, now you will not see it, the reason I said that earlier is because you will see it from the hand that, okay, redeem, we don't, we don't always wear long skirts, for example. We, 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 some people see where uh, modern skirts and it's allowed, it's not a big thing. But then, you know, because of that, I, I, I don't know how to put it, but what should be at the back of your mind is the fact that as much as as much as you are you are you are your conscience is right with it, but at the same time ensure that it's not bringing a fellow brethren. Okay, uh, thank you, Lafe. Just to focus on that point, Apostle Paul said, "Eating meat is not a sin, but if eating meat will make my brother to sin, I would rather not eat." Okay, talking to um, blessing. What are some false doctrines in the faith that you can point out? Okay, thank you for this opportunity. I think one of the very basic false doctrines that go around these days is, you know, people say, race has covered it all. Once you give your life to Christ, whatever you do, you are free. And But the forgotten part that says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. So the fact that you are you are you are you know you are saved by grace doesn't mean that you carry that old nature into your into yeah, the new life you have in Christ. So it's a very false doctrine that people say, okay, I just do whatever I want to do, I dress anyhow I want to dress. Like Rafael said, the life in Christ that you have constricts you to certain lifestyles. That it is not a function of that's why we have the Holy Spirit. It's not a function of that I'm saved by grace. It just, the Holy Spirit helps you to live your life in a certain way. You are saved by grace. But you are now a new man. And a new man will walk according to the life of Christ that is living in him. So that is what just I will say about the grace covers it all lifestyle. Okay, thank you. Now, looking that we have denominational doctrines. Every denomination has their own doctrines. We do our own things this way, we do our own things that way. Now, um, Fago, what should a believer do in a denomination whereby Israel's spirit does not align to that kind of doctrine? You are not talking about false doctrine here. And you are saying you are in a denomination and what they are doing, what they are asking you to do, oh, it's false doctrine. Your, your spirit and the Bible says we have the spirit of God. I think the first person that should define what you do is the spirit of God. That's why we were given 
Bible says that the Spirit of God guides us into all truth. So, if how do you even recognize that this is a false doctrine? It is by the Spirit of God. And if your, your, the Spirit of God is telling you expressly that what they are doing here is wrong, I think you should, you, you, you can, of course, make efforts, not rebel now, make efforts to speak the truth and, you know, search the scriptures, ensure that you know what you are talking about. Try to, try to converse, but if there's nothing changing, pack your bags and go. Exactly. So, you try to make an effort, and if nothing changes, you leave. Okay, now, Lafe, we have some basic um, knowledge out there saying that once saved, forever saved. And we have some other denomination that does not even believe in tithing. You understand? What do you have to say about these two things? All I will say is, even from the scriptures, God has forewarned us from all these things. This pastor is very described as um, seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now, all these, all these things concerning the one of salvation, scripture said, he said you should work out your salvation with fear and trembling. He said, and then another person said, he said, and I have received the end of my faith, the salvation of my soul. Fine, the first time you give your life to Christ, the Spirit of the Lord gave you your spirit, that you are now a son of God, right? But then, we will not forget that the, 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 the man is traumatized in nature. You have a spirit, you have a soul, and a body. Now, the moment you gave your life to Christ, your spirit is renewed. The Spirit of the Lord has been with your spirit that you are a son of God. But then you still have a soul. A soul that was in the world before. Hallelujah. That's why like, Rapha Fiskel said, he said, put off in all conversations the old man and put on the new man, whom after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So, you, if, you are, if you are going to claim that once you are saved, you are forever saved, then what are you putting on in Ephesians 4? What are you pulling off and what are you putting on? Now, he's not talking to someone in the world. He's talking to a believer that has accepted. But then you, because there is a nature of your soul before you accepted Christ. And there is a new man that you put yourself with. Now, I always say this thing. Most of these things come from three, three uh, problems. Is it that, and it's very common in these ideas, men are very inquisitive. Or weakness. Or pride that is the that's the origin of these doctrines now because you have tried to have to deal with a particular nature a particular sin and then you are not able to overcome it you will now wrap up and look for a way out in the scripture escape through i was a way to escape through and now conclude that because you are you are saved and you are forever saved most of it comes from the origin of distance either a witness that they are able to handle or it comes from Pride or ex, anyway, you want to keep your you learning and even because some are always learning, but never come to the knowledge of the truth. So God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, moving forward, blessing. Now, we know that uh, in the early days there were some uh, laid down doctrines and rules. You understand? Now, but Jews of nowadays tend to feel like those are old school. Can a doctrine 
that will stand in the force suddenly become force. Is it possible? Because there are of that that you see, those things that those days, those days, you understand? Now it's supposed to be different. So the word of God is ever present. It is not it is never it was like this before, so this is how it is now. God's word yesterday is what we remain and what we continue to be. So when we are talking about biblical doctrines, I don't believe that there is any doctrine that was, you know, it was invoked then and now it is now. Probably there, there comes a time, as you read the scriptures, you receive some revelations. Like there was a time where people were like, if you put on earrings or you wear trousers, you are going to hell. And actually people came forward to actually give revelations that, well, they went to heaven and they saw people that were but the word of God says that God sent the son to die and whoever believes, the criteria that was given was believes. So any other, the Bible did not say whoever wears the ring or whoever doesn't or whoever wears trousers or whoever doesn't. The criteria given was believe and that is what we remain and what we continue to remain. May God help us. Amen. Thank you. Okay, so in summary, favor, what should the response of a believer be to false doctrine? I think that, or I believe that, the response of a believer would be to speak the truth. And we need to define what the truth is. The truth is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the truth. Uh, the truth is not a statement that is true. Because the truth is what will set men free. So I cannot say something that has been proven to be factually true and call it the truth. And the truth is something that is sponsored by the Spirit of God. The Bible calls the Holy Spirit the Spirit of truth. And it will guide you into all truth. Praise God. So you have to speak the truth. And then Paul says something. He says, mark them that speak this false doctrine. Because the truth is, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, they will bring their proof, so to say, from the scriptures. But it is possible to search the scriptures and not find life. Jesus says in Mark 7, 7, uh, in John 5, 39 to 40, that you search the scriptures, thinking that you will find life in them. But they testify of me. And he says, come to me so that you can have life. So they can search the scriptures and not have life. So what do you do? You search the scriptures by the help of the spirit. And he guides you into all truth. Now, you can know a truth. But if you do not stay with the Spirit of God, you might not know all truth. So stay with God's Spirit, know all truth. And one other thing that Paul says is that you should beware of such people and stay away from them. When you have talked and talked and nothing is happening, stay away from such people. Alright, thank you. So Lafayette, your own views, so what should the response of the believer be to false doctrine? And as I said, the, the, it's, it's only by the Spirit. Because is a function of how much truth you contain to be able to decipher what is truth and what is wrong. So, but, but as you said, the spirit of truth, Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth to direct us in all truth. So, I, but in a case, you know, we are not all, uh, we don't all contain this truth in that great measure. But our advice, that don't, like she said earlier, don't stay too much. Provide once you hear a doctrine and it's not in alignment with Christ, it's not in alignment with Christ, I advise that you stay away. All right, thank you.
Uh, what about you? Do you have anything to say, please? Okay, I'll just end on this. Second Timothy 2 15 says, Study to show yourself approved unto God, the workman that leads us to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we need to study the word to know what it is and to be able to identify what is it that it is truth and not. And it's very important that we speak. We should not be, we should not hide under the antenna of love to say that, okay, I don't want to hurt this person. When Apollos was preaching, a wrong doctrine about baptism. Aquila and Priscilla, they called him aside and taught him the right way. So we should not be hesitant to call aside and you know, call ourselves together to teach ourselves what it is the truth is. So I pray that God will help us. Okay, thank you. So as a matter of emphasis, just be yes or no. Once say forever say yes or no. Figo. No. Lafayette. Once say forever say yes or no. No. Okay, so I went on this note. To me, I believe salvation is a three process. It's a three levels, rather. You understand? We have the instant salvation, whereby God, whereby the Bible told us that the grace that has brought salvation has appeared unto all men, which is the instant salvation. Then we have the salvation whereby we process on daily basis, which the Bible says that we should work out our salvation. Now we've been saved, but we should work out our salvation on daily basis. The Bible says we should examine ourselves daily whether we're being fit. You understand? So then, the last level of salvation to me is the final salvation. Whereby the Bible made us to know that he who makes it to the end shall be saved. Only those who make it to the end. So these salvations are in levels. So to me also, I'll say, once saved, forever saved is a no-no. So on this note, we'd like to thank our listeners at home. I hope you've been blessed and you've been enlightened by our facilitators here. So thank you very much. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Please do well to share with others, family and friends.